Alright, what's going on ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of the Remote Closing Academy podcast, and you clicked on the title for a reason, today we are talking to a pro boxer gone remote closer, so he's fought in places like Madison Square Garden and Yankee Stadium, and actually went head-to-head and knocked out the two-time Olympic USA champion, I mean, you can't get better than that, so we're talking about that, we're talking about how he made the transition into being a remote closer, and how he's seeing some pretty quick successes in just a 30-day period, so with all that being said, excited to share with you guys. Sit back, relax, and enjoy today's episode. Dude, before we jump into to all the specifics, how how you been? I'm doing good, man. I'm thankful, actually. I'm very thankful, you know, of everything that's been happening lately. Sweet. So let's go ahead and uh, we'll take it back. You know, we were, we were talking right before. It's like, do we have to keep this condensed? Can I give you the story? I want, like, the whole story. Like, before you even <laughs> jumped into sales, before you, like, really knew about Remote Closing Academy, like, what were you doing just, you know, before all of that? <clears throat> Yeah, so I, I've been an entrepreneur, man, you know, um, so before this, I had a, I had a, oh, I still have a trucking business, and, um, you know, I did really well last year, I mean, last year, I grossed, I grossed, you know, seven figures, um, but that's gross, we had three trucks yeah. operating, and um, it was great, right, the, um, then diesel prices went up to $6 a gallon, right, um, then, um, you know, one of my trucks got into an accident, um, and think I lost my relationship with Amazon. I had a, I was an independent uh, carrier for them, mm-hmm. um, so things just start kind of took a little turn. And then um, I started this morning ritual, like waking up really early, working out, and um, as I'm listening to my affirmations on YouTube, you know, of course. Um, this guy comes on Cole, right? <laughs> um, you want to start a business? Don't start a business, right? So I'm hearing this guy. He keeps coming on, on and on. I always skip the ads. I, I clicked on the ad one day, you know, because he says, he says, not don't, don't invest in crypto. I'm like, whoa, 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 don't invest. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so you know, I clicked on the ad. Um, you know, I had just gotten to an accident with one of my trucks. It hit like a tree branch and it messed up the bag. It got totaled out. I had got a check. And then I just asked myself, man, you know, do I want to continue doing this, you know, trucking business? Like it, it just is a lot of overhead. Like I only netted 18%, you know, of my whole gross. Um, and I'm like, it's a lot of responsibility. I seen this guy. I'm like, let me give this guy a shot. Um, mm-hmm. I started with the, the with the with the thirty day closer actually, um, nice. and um, and to be honest, at first I was like, all right, I got in, all right, whatever, and I just kept running my business, right? And then my other truck broke down, and then this truck has been giving me problems like from day one, so I, I had oh, got fed up. Yeah, so now I got one truck running. One truck just got totaled out. The other truck was in the shop. I had just put a transmission in this truck, like four grand, like a few months before this. So mm-hmm. I was pretty kind of like fed up with this trucking thing. You know what I mean? And um, and I was just like, you know what? Let me dive back into it. You know, so I reached out to Chris on um, 30 Day Closer. And um, and I messaged him, hey, you know, where did I get started? He got me started. I just started just diving in, like. I let I, I kept my one driver um, just drive. I said, you know what? I'm gonna take a, re- a reduction in pay, but I'm just gonna sacrifice this time. I'm just gonna just dive into this work, mm. and I just dove into it head first, like just 
gunning it every day. I would wake up, you know, I did my routine, took my son to school, came home, just videos, 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 videos. Mm. Um, I I I, uh, I used to lead introductions for this company. It was it wasn't a job though. Like I didn't make any money off of it, but I did lead, and we had like a lot of extensive training and leading the format and blah, 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 blah. So when I started going through the, the videos and the training, I'm like, man, this is just like what I used to do for this company, but I'm going to get paid for this. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm going to get paid. And then, yeah. you know, he, he started talking about some of his clients like Tony, Tony Robbins and Dean um, Graciosky and, um, you know, 10X of uh, Grant Cardone. I'm like, whoa, like, I was, you know, I, I really was impressed. I'm like, oh, man, like, I can, I would love to work with these guys. Like, that would be yeah. phenomenal, right? Their product is valuable, right? So, so I got excited, started, I, cre- I didn't even have a LinkedIn page. I created my LinkedIn page, got my little video, everything up, and I just started applying, man. I just, one thing about me is that I am pretty bold. I'm pretty bold and audacious, so I just started applying, and um, I landed a job, man, and and um, it's been going good. Good, yeah, man. Well, I definitely want to dive into, you know, obviously into like the offer and how you found it and some of the strategies that you used there. But let I want to go like all the way back. So, you know, back to starting talking about, you know, the having your own business and stuff like that. So, are you saying that the main reason that you, you know, having this seven seven figure business was that? Like in transitioning into more remote closing, was it just because you weren't really making as much as you wanted to? Is like that? Is that the main reason that that made you want to do more remote? No, nah, it stuff? wasn't the main reason because I had made the most. I had I just had kind of got fed up because like a whole bunch of things happened simultaneously. Like I lost my I lost my relationship with Amazon, right? So for like three months, I went without any work. I didn't when I got into the trucking industry. I got in with Amazon, so I didn't know the other part of it. Like you have to work with brokers and you have to use different uh, load boards. And and when you're an entrepreneur, no one's telling you how to do anything, right? Like you have to do yeah. everything yourself, right? So I went three months without any income, like just living off my savings, you know? Um, mm. Then I learned the whole little, you know, you got to call brokers and, and you got to work with different shippers. And, and then I got into a nice little rhythm. Now my fiance... She completely runs that uh, with, with, with the two trucks, and it's going good, um, but it's just not efficient because you have to put in so much work just to make 18% of, of, of what you gross. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense, and, and you know, if you look at that, like, it was almost like, it sounds like, it, it almost like, you know, everyone says it happens for a reason, right? It's like one truck Bro, goes down and then another no. truck goes down and then you lose the partnership with Amazon. It's like everything back to back. It's like, these are signs that are like, no, okay, listen, to, listen, look, at, <laughs> look, 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 look how weird this is. Look how weird this is. You ready? So I got suckered into this ad, right? On, on, I'm talking about, you know, positive affirmations and, you know, um, you know, you know, download this audio and, Things are gonna start showing up, and I'm very, I'm, a, I'm like a dreamer, right? Like I, I, I'm a dreamer, right? So I'm like, you know what? Worst case scenario, I lose forty bucks. I bought, I bought the, I bought the audio, right? The positive affirmations, um, opening up your wealth DNA, right, bro? And then like the next day, I seen this ad for Chris. Yo, that's crazy. Uh, and that's I seen awesome. the, I seen the ad before, but I will skip it. <laughs> 
you know. But this time, it, it, it appeal. I'm like, hold up, I'm clicking on it. Yeah, it's like you you needed that was your like affirmation of like I literally just I bought into this thing and now here's this ad. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I told my lady about it. She's like, "That's a waste of money." I'm like, "Well, whatever. It's forty bucks. We waste forty bucks all the time." And she and I and then I'm like, "Guess what? I clicked on this link." She's like, "Oh, another ad." I'm like, "Yeah." And then now I'm like, "Baby, we just did twenty four hundred last week." She's, oh man! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, dude, that's awesome. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it proves that like there's you know everything happens for a reason, and like you're you're brought through this path by you know call it God, call it universe, whatever. Um, so for you, what were you, what do you think, like, was there ever, I know you kind of talked about it, but like any like main hesitations of, you know, jumping in, I know you said, you know, you talked to Chris and, or you talked to someone from the team and, you know, you kind of went through that process, but what was like that thought process between like, okay, maybe I'm not going to do this. And then there was some time and then like brought you back in. What, what was the main thing? Well, you know, um, I went through this training on like how we work as humans, right? Um, like the methodology of ontology, like how we operate as humans. And, and one of the things I discovered is that, that you know, we never want to get out of our comfort zone. Like, naturally, we don't want to do something new. You know? Um, mm-hmm. It's like part of our identity. You get what I'm saying? So, I, I felt it. Like, you know, like, oh, I'm being discomfort right now. You know? Like, oh, mm-hmm. I want to kind of just stick to doing what I'm doing. Okay. And for some reason, I was just like, you know what? I was more comfortable with the trucking because since I know the trucking, I can predict the trucking. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to just try to just do this, right? I even got into the driver's seat. Like, so since I started my trucking business, like my first year, I did all the driving. But after that, I scaled. And for two years, I didn't do no driving. I was just managing the business. This year, I was driving my truck, bro, like 10, 15 hours a day, you know, like miserable. Like, yeah. my life is bigger than driving a truck. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, like I belong home with my family. Like, I want to take my son to school. Like, I want to go on the field trip. You know, I'm going on this Friday. I'm chaperoning at my son's school trip to the state theater because of remote closing. That's amazing. I love that. Yeah, and just, like, being able to fully, you know, once you jump back, and I mean, literally, jump back in the driver's seat, <laughs> you realize... Literally, like, no, literally. There's so, there, there's so much more, like, you know, when you're spending the 10 to 15 hours, it's like, it's not just taxing on, you know, your you know your mental state and, and you know, that stuff, but it also pulls, you know, because you have a family, it pulls it pulls time away from that. So being able to work from home and, and pick the hours, like, I'm sure it's it's helped out a ton, right? It's, it's been in... How, how, when did you... um. So when did you jump into thirty day closer? Do you remember like the like the, the November? It was late November. It was after nice. Thanksgiving. Yep. Okay. And yeah. when when did you um so so for those of you that are, are watching and listening, if if you don't know, we have you know because people always ask this, right? It's like, do we have to like jump into the full program? The answer is no. Um, we have a couple different things, right? We have something a little bit lower ticket. We'll call we'll we'll say that like kind of gets your feet wet a little bit, and it's like, hey, you know, you can upgrade. We can help you a little bit uh, more. So what? You know, what, when did you transition from 30-day closer into, uh, like, regular RCA? I had heard from the grapevines that Grant Cardone was uh, looking for, for closers, mm-hmm. specifically from RCA. Yeah. That's what, that's what made me, like, draw the, land, the line in the sand. Like, I, I, I'm like, man, Grant Cardone, he's specifically looking for 
RCA people. Mm-hmm. You know? And I'm like, I'm just like that, like thinking like, man. And I just jumped, man. I, I, I reached out to RCA. I'm like, i got to get in on this. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. I have confidence in my ability. Just put me in front and I, I believe I'll deliver. You know what I mean? Just put me up on the stage. I'll get it done. Um, and the only way to get there was through RCA, man. So, so I, 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 I joined RCA and, um, I mean, I, I, I got, I went to the interview with Daniel, you know, Daniel. Yep. I did the interview with Daniel December 22nd. Um, it was about 13 of us. Um, he said that we all got the role. We're supposed to hear back this week, the second week of January, if we're going to be chat support, if we're going to be closers. We had to do like a, a mocking call with Daniel. It was pretty fun. Um, and let me tell you, I was nervous. <laughs> like, <laughs> like in the, in the interview, listen, I, I, listen, I was a professional boxer. You see that title? Like, oh, nice. so I, I, I fought Madison Square Garden. I fought Yankee Stadium, Atlantic City. So I, hold, 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 hold on. Okay. You just said something about boxing and your boxer in Madison Square Garden. Let, let's break that down. So when, when did you get into boxing? Oh, I, um, I first started boxing when I was like 11, 12 years old in Puerto Rico. Cool. And what's, um, like how, how long did you do that? Like, what are some, um, I don't know, just some main, like, I guess parts from that story. Man, yeah. So as an amateur, man, I had 104 fights, man. I was 92 and 12. Um, I represented the United States in different world events. I was the top three uh, as an amateur, um, for like four years. Um, you know, I used to, we used to train at the at Colorado, at the Colorado Springs Olympic Training Center over there. We also trained at the Olympic Training Center in Lake Placid, New York. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, yeah, um, you know, it was a very fun part of my life. You know, I, I, I got to travel the world. I mean, I went to England several times. I was invited to Romania. Um, I won the Golden Gloves. That's a more popular tournament, right? Everybody knows the nice. Golden Gloves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, won, I won the New Jersey Golden Gloves five times, and I won the National Golden Gloves once. Um, nice. That, who was that? that was who was that one against? Or like, what? I don't like, remember. I was like 17 oh, years old, man. <laughs> oh, you know what? It was? Uh, David Clark. David Clark was in the final. Okay. That's why I fought David Clark. And David Clark, I remember David because he was like a really good amateur. He was part of the Michigan Marquette um, um, University in the training program. Yeah. And um, and I fought him there. Yeah, yeah. David Clark. Um, he hit me hard. I remember. I went down. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's funny what was your um what what did your record like end up being at the at the end of it what when did you um two questions what was your record and then when when did you like make the transition out of that to like owning your own thing well as an amateur um i finished my my career with eight uh 92 wins and 12 losses i had 104 fights but um when i went to the national golden gloves like i was like around 17 18 mm-hmm. you know this guy came up to me and was like hey you, you know do you want to turn pro you want to make money, and um, and you know I, I'm I can I come from the streets, you know, so I don't have any like background in contracts, none of that stuff. This guy offered me ten grand to sign some paperwork. I mm-hmm. took it, <laughs> you know. Nice. I signed it. I turned pro, and a few like about a year after, he had me fighting um at Madison Square Garden, like um Man. you know uh, my first fight. It was kind of like a oxymoron because. I I felt like I was being set up to lose. Mm. I was I um I was fighting a two a two time Olympic gold medalist. Oh man! And 
and I didn't even know I didn't even know who the gold medal is until they're announcing him at the fight. Like you know, I'm excited. I'm from New Jersey, so I had everybody over there at Madison Square Garden, and I'm jumping up and down and getting ready to fight. And they're like, and the 2000 and the two-time Olympic gold medalist. And I thought to myself, I said, hold up, I never won. I never won any gold medals. They're not talking about me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, man. It was. I, it was really. And then I looked to my corner. Matter of fact, I, that fight's on YouTube or or on the internet somewhere. I looked at my uh, corner, and they literally looked the other way, man. And um. <laughs> and um. Bro, they set you up. They set my ass up, bro. And oh, um. Man. Well, I don't know if they set me up or if they were just upset. I don't know. I don't want to talk bad about them. Yeah. Because I'm very, I'm very grateful that I got to yeah. fight there. Anyways, I knocked them out, bro. I knocked him out cold. I was cold. gonna ask, did you win? <laughs> I knocked him out cold in the um, in the sixth round. Like, I, like that was my worst knockout ever. Like, he was out no for like way. minutes on the ground. Yeah, it I'll was a really, to, really, really fun night. We'll have to find the we'll have to find the the video and put it like in the in the description or something. <laughs> I'm gonna watch all it. Right. It's funny because Cole Cole's super into um like MMA, like boxing, all that stuff. So I'll. I'll okay. have to send it to him in uh, Oh, that's the, cool. He'll appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, no, he lo- like he literally like on my like, LinkedIn page. On my LinkedIn page, I got the videos down there. Sweet. On, yeah, underneath yeah. my boxing career. Yep. Sweet. I'll, I'm going to link it to him right after we um we chat. So, um what I guess ultimately what like what was that transition from from the boxing stuff into like owning your own thing? Well, you know, Towards the end of my boxing career, um, you know, I, I found out that I was going to be a father, you know. Mm. So, you know, unfortunately, I have a background, so people wouldn't want to hire me. Mm. Um, so, so, you know, I'm like, man, I got to make it happen, you know. Um, and then, and then, I, I I got a little job. One of my my boxing coach at the time knew the guy at like the parking, the cleaning maintenance, the park cleaning maintenance in our town. He got me a job there. I'm thinking I'm doing the right thing, bro. But I'm getting like sixteen dollars an hour. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I'm like, man. I'm like, I can't support no family like this. Yeah. So, I think the my first business was a, a bail bond agency. Mm-hmm. Um. No, I'm lying. It was a commercial cleaning franchise. I invested ten grand into this commercial cleaning franchise, but this was before I was going to be a father. Once I was going to be a father, my, my first thing was I got a job as a park maintenance guy. Then from there, I'm like, this is not going to pay the bills. And then I opened up a bail bond agency because I bailed out my little cousin from jail. And when I went into the bail bond office, the bail bond guy saw me fight on TV. So oh, when he, got it. Yeah, yeah. So when he saw me fight, he was pretty, you know, he saw me walk in his office. He was pretty like, you know, excited. Oh, wow. I just saw you fight. And we started building, you know, and then we were connecting and um, we became good friends for a certain time. And then he, you know, he taught me the whole bail bond industry. And then from the bail bond industry, man, that's the first time that I made six figures, man. Like I was living life high. I had my own office. I opened up a barbershop downstairs on the first floor. I thought I was killing it. And then they passed this law in New Jersey where there's no more bells. It's called the New Jersey Bell Reform. Oh. So literally from December 31st of 2017 mm-hmm. to January 1st of 2018, I lost my business, bro. Oh, 
No, and the worst part about it, I ha- the worst part about it is that I was still responsible for all the people that I built out before. Oh man! Yeah, yeah. So norm- normally, normally when someone didn't show up to court, I would just hire a bounder, a, a fugitive recovery guy, to go pick mm-hmm. them up. But now I don't got that income coming in. I'm picking up guys. I'm gonna go. I have to go and put GPS devices on people's cars and like ping their phone and like. It was crazy for like almost mm-hmm. for months, just chasing people down and not even getting paid for it just so that I don't have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it sounds it was like a, a kind of a mess and like that, you know, a couple, couple, I mean, less than a year, like a couple months. Oh man, you listen, my life has been ups and downs, ups and downs, man. Yeah. Like I'm just trying to feed, I'm just trying to feed my family, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so from there, I had the barbershop that kept me alive. I lost my bell bond business, but then I had the barbershop that, that um, I was just renting the chairs out. So it made me like about three grand a month. Nothing crazy, but it kept us alive. And then, um, and then I had a fight my, in November of 2018, 2017. And then I got into the trucks business. No, 2018. And then with that money, I sold my barbershop. I got the money from the fight and I bought me a truck. Mm-hmm. And then, um, then I, I I really busted my butt the first year working those trucks, and then I I partnered up with Amazon, and that was like the best thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, cool man. And then um, now they got those little vans delivering all their all their all their packages now, so mm-hmm. they don't need us anymore. We we used to we used to we used to deliver the freight to the post offices from the Amazon mm-hmm. warehouse. We used to bring it to the post office. But now that they got all those little vans, they don't use the post office as much, so they let us go. They let everybody go. Let's maybe take a couple steps back. You know, so you you see the ad, you have the conversations, you jump into RCA. Like, what was the the next step? So you jump in. Like, what did it look like? And I know you said like you went through the content, you you went really quick. But like, what were like those next couple steps after you jumped in? The cause, the mocking cause, like setting up. I mean, that was one thing that let me tell you. The school, um, that school thing you guys use, um, that is so beneficial. Like that is where all the value is because you really have a community of people that are like up to the same thing you're up to. So everyone's making themselves available and they're sending their calendar link. You're, you know, I was booking calls all week, all week, all week. I got, I got so many recordings, but then by the, by the end, by, you know, by the time I was almost towards the end of my little process. I knew that whole set of script, like from the back of my head. I'm like, I got this. And then, and then, I, honestly, I was just like, man, like, bro, like, I got this. Like, just apply. Just go to apply. You know. How many, um, how many mock calls did you do? Just if you, if you know, like, off the top. Less than thirty. Like- I didn't get to thirty. I didn't, I didn't get to thirty. But I, I, I'm talking about in like two, in like, in like, in like a week and a half or two weeks. I mean, you gotta think about it. I, I started aggressively with with the school thing. Um, with the thirty day closer, um, late November. Mm. I started my first. I yeah. started my my gig in like late December. Yeah. Well, that's what I was. That that's the main reason I asked. Like, how many calls and like how how quickly you got up and running? Because that's like, I mean, if we're really putting it like into perspective, it's like a thirty day turnaround. Like maybe a little bit more than thirty days. No, thirty days. No, I was. That's, and no, that's, still, and, like, that's quick. So worth it. Listen, I'm, I'm this week. I'm getting paid. I, we get paid every two weeks. As of right now, I'm gonna get. Um, I'm getting twenty four for la- for last week. I'm getting 
another six for yesterday. I, I did. A, I closed somebody yesterday, and then I'm getting another four. So I'm gonna get like, I'm gonna get like, like thirty six hundred on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Nice for for two weeks. For for yeah, like two weeks. Yup. Yup. Nice. Like a week and that's, a half. That's like, amazing. Oh, like come on, really? Like I, I already like almost ten x my investment. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So you, you go through, you have, you know, you do a ton of mock calls. Um, so you, this, this gig that you got like that you're currently with, not the one that, you know, we're waiting on. Um, it was self-sourced, right? The one you're on now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was all following, um, the instructions from, from, from RCA. I mean, go to LinkedIn, you go to, you put, um, I forgot what the, what you got to search. You search a specific thing that they tell you to search and you apply to different jobs. And then, yeah, I didn't even have a LinkedIn page, so I had to create my LinkedIn yeah. page. I remember I spent the whole day creating my little video. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, no, that's not good. How many when you when it came down to it? How many I guess people did you? Let's break down the numbers. So, how many like companies did you reach out to? And then out of those, like how many like appointments, like conversations, like interviews did you have that to get to that point where you you got placed or like you know a positive response? I can actually tell you, man. I could pull it up, man. Um, I think it was like 48. I think it was 48 jobs that I had applied to. Hmm. Um, yeah. While you do that, I want to explain kind of how, how important that is. So, you know, and this goes, I think, with everything in, in life, right? It's like, you know, sometimes people will look at, you know, if they hear the word 48, like reached out, they're like, oh my gosh, that's so many that you reached out to. But when you really break it down, it's like, let's say you only, it took you a week, right? You're only reaching out to maybe six, seven people a day, which is not that, that much at all. A lot of these are, are pretty, you know, cut and paste in terms of the, uh, that process. And then, you know, from there, it's like, you're having those conversations, but you know, I also want people to remember that it's like, we're talking about life changing, like putting yourself in a life changing financial situation, right? Whether it's 5,000, 10,000, 20, 30, 50,000 a month. Right. And so if you just spend, let's say a week, two weeks doing that, I mean, you're, you're putting yourself in an almost inevitable position to then get placed into that offer because you just put in the numbers, you know? So what's, what's the number? It's a numbers game. It's a numbers game. It's all a numbers game. Um, it was actually 49. Nice. It was actually 49. Um, I did exactly what, you know, the, what they told us to do. Like you have to keep tab of everything. You, I noted the date. Um, you know, if they're interested, if they replied, if I reached out, all that stuff. Um, there was 49 people. Um, and, um, oh, you, um, Wade marketing was the 22nd one. The What's 22nd job. The, the, my current gig now is with a company called way marketing. Oh, sweet. And they, they were my 22nd application. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, I actually so even, I, I even okay. marked it as yellow, like a special one. Like I, that I was really attracted to them. Yeah. Nice. And you got, and you got placed in them. So yeah, I mean, that's just a further, further point. It's like, you know, let's say you, you reached out to 10 or reached out to 15 or even 20 and you're like, Oh, this doesn't work. Like even just, just two more, right. At the 22, you would have right, right, yep. hit that spot. So, you know, I want, and especially because right this is going live to everyone that's currently within um, you know, RCA. And then obviously when we put it on YouTube and the podcast app, like it'll go out to, you know, hundreds, thousands more is just whatever you're doing, whether it's RCA or you're trying to better your, your life in, you know, health or whatever. It's just like, 
continue to do the things that you know are going to get you to that point. And, and it, again, it'll be, it'll be inevitable. So, um, okay. So you, you go through, you have the conversation. What was the like interview process like for, for number 22 for your current offer? Like, did you have to do mock calls? Like what, what, you know what, what, you know what I said RCA and I didn't even need a mock call. (laughs) 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 It was was like, all right, hired. (laughs) No, I thought it was so weird. I'm like, what? Like no mock calls, nothing. But then it turns out when I got into the group with the other closers, they added me to their telegram group of closers. Right. Mm. And there was another RCA um, participant there, his name is Najee, and um, I was, you know, once I started shattering different callers, I'm like, oh, this guy's part of RCA, like, yeah, you know, yeah, so then, so then once, once I reached out to him, like, after the call, like, we clicked, like, we, we talked to, like, we're really close now, like, and we really started building, you know, we started, started building, started working with each other, he calls me for some, um, um, you know, some advice, I call him sometimes, you know, and it's just a really good camaraderie. You know that we that we both graduated from the same school. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, and that's like I want people to kind of understand back to even what you said before of like you know making the jump into 30 day closer and then into RCA. It's like you know some people look at it as like oh like this is like expensive or that's a lot of money, but you got to remember that number one, the best investment that you can make is in yourself, right? So it's like you're investing into like to make it like create a better life for yourself, and then number two. It, can't even like explain how important it is to you know invest in yourself from a standpoint of you're also in, like telling other people as a remote closer to invest in themselves so it's like you can't really tell someone to invest in themselves if you haven't done it They're like do it yourself you know what i mean and yeah. then um you know also just like with rca you kind of get that like you know seal of approval which we're actually i think it's it's in the works we're creating like a legitimate like certification program to where people will be able to say like hey like certified rca closer and then kind of like you said it's like it gives you that do that you know they skip no my cause no no my cause this guy knows it he gets it he went through the process like yeah they know they know how it goes so you're not gonna believe this i'm sorry go ahead go ahead ahead. oh go ahead tell me please so so yesterday I, i i um I close somebody. I don't like to call it closer. I like to say register. You know what I, mean? I register. Yeah, yeah. I close somebody, right? Um, I call. He calls me today because you know he didn't get some emails or something like that. And then he goes, "Hey, listen, I got a personal question for you." I said, "What's up? Did you take that Cole Gordon like training program?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's hilarious. Yeah, did, um, like, did you connect like, to a closer, one of our people? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, no, well, I said, what makes you say that? He goes, man, because, you know, I did that training program years ago, a few years ago, and you did it exactly how he does it. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yep. Isn't it? Yeah, even, even people like outside the, the realm know, know the, the process. It's, well, you know, technically they, they went through the process, but still it's like, it's it's a such a small world with with all the stuff you know. It is. I mean, I mean, I mean, I I, I call I call Cole Gordon. He's the godfather of RCA, like of remote closing. Like, <laughs> he's the godfather of remote closing. Like he really is. Like I mean, this guy yesterday, he's an entrepreneur. He said he was I'm in sales before. Listen, I know the whole thing. He told me a few times during yeah. the call. I know the, I know the whole thing. I double tied his ass down. <laughs> Double-sided, isolated. I, I isolated it. 
I'm like, bro, are you serious? I mean, this is a no-brainer. Like, honestly, like, yeah. what else? What are the uncertainties you have? No, I just want to think about it. What is there to think about? You're an entrepreneur. What do you want to think about? Is thinking going to produce a result for you or actions? All right, all right. You know, you're, you're right. I, I, we, have, we have a 90-day money-back guarantee. I'm like, listen, worst-case scenario, this is going to be a savings account for you that we're going to, that you're going to hold for you. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, this, Got it's, it's so funny, like, how um, I think that's like a, a tell like a tell a lot of times. If someone comes in, like, on the call and they're like, oh, yeah, I'm not buying today or, you know, whatever, it's like they're going to buy today. <laughs> you, can't, you can't put that one over on me. It's like they, they under, they think that they understand the process, but at the end, like they also know that like, it's the right, like they wouldn't be on the call if they didn't think it was going to be the right thing. You know? No, 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 but exactly. No, but you're exactly right. Like, like it's like they're resisting being sold, but yet they're interested in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Before we already talked about, you know, getting the, the gig, how everything's going. So let's, let's go a little bit deeper into that. So, um, like how many calls are you doing on a daily basis? You know, what has been the process like so far? How are you feeling about it? And let's, let's break that down. So when I, when I start, I started at the end of December. So it was the holidays. So he, the, the, C, the CEO, Zach, who's a really cool guy. He's like, oh, it's going to be very slow because of the holidays. Right. And you guys are probably going to get a lot of no shows. And he was like, spot on slow, a lot of no shows. Um, the year came and my calendar started getting filled up. Like I'm starting to get like four calls, five calls a day. Um, one day I even had six calls. Um, uh, I mean, this is the second week though. So it's not, you know, I really can't tell you, but the first week I had, um, I did the numbers. Um, I keep note of everything. Like I keep tab of everything. Um, it was 15 calls. I mean, that's 15. I had 15 calls my first week. Um, and I had, uh, a four. And let me tell you, my lady told me not to include three of them because three of them were calls that they were like uh, leads that were not supposed to be there because we they somehow were getting calls from people from like Nigeria, um, you know, where their currency is like nowhere yeah. near the U.S. dollar. You know what I mean? So uh, the yeah, yeah, that's and that's the way that it usually should be. I mean, you should it should be on offers like the, the close rate should be on offers given. Right. So like those people, you probably didn't even give an offer to. So if you take that, you know, 15, 13, and then you said you closed four, four. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, that's 30, that's 30% basically, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, solid for a, for a first week. Yeah. 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 I mean, t- today I had three calls yesterday. I had two. I only closed one and t- I have a follow up for tomorrow. There's these girls, this girl that I led to today. She, it all depends on if she hears back from this other job or not. Um, if she hears back by today, then she's not going to sign up. But if she doesn't hear back by today, she's going to sign up tomorrow. Sweet. Cool. Yeah. So you said, um, so you're, you're probably like standard commission, right? So the offer, the offer you said is six, 6,000 is the, is the it's offer 6, and then you make 10%. Yep. Yep. Cool. Yeah. And then you said over the last, so what is like, what is minimum, like based on like other standards as closers, what is minimum KPI as a closer? Like what, what should you be making at the minimum? I mean, I don't know about shoulds or shouldn't. It's all relative to you know your effectiveness at living. But for yeah. me, for me, I need I need them. I need to make at least ten k a month. Like you know, my son goes to private school. Um, he's been in private school since he was like two years old. That you know, I, my daughter, she's she's about to start going next year. I gotta I I gotta make at least ten a month. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, you're you're basically pretty close to being on on track to that. I mean, if you're taking into consideration, you did twenty four. Well, yeah, twenty four hundred in in like a week and a half. And then, you know, that all things considered, you could probably have more calls and, you know, you're still ramping up in the offer, which, you know, generally it'll take 30 to 60 days to really understand the offer, you know, figure out like the whole process, the, the everything between the guarantees, stuff like that. Yeah, listen, my, my commitment and the way I see it is I'm going to get a part of that, uh, that Grand Cardone team. Those, those, <laughs> yeah. those are only events. I'm only going to be part of the events, though. Um, yeah. They do events like 13 times. He said they're going to have 13 events this year. So mm-hmm. they'll, they'll send an email out like, hey, we got an event. The, the, next, the first event is in February, February 14th to 16th um, on Valentine's Day. Um, and and um, so I'll just go to that and I'll just tell um, Wade Marketing, like, hey, look, I'm going to be you know off these few days. You know what I mean? But I want to just stick with Wade. And keep and then whenever these, these events come, go with, with go with um 10x, and yeah. then I, I still got yeah. my truck I still got my trucking business going, so we're good. Yeah, and that's the cool thing about you know the the you know grants offer is like it's because like you said it's you know 13 times a a year, so it's like you can still be on that offer, but like still have like another offer going on and make an additional you know five seven ten thousand in a weekend you know for for these yeah. events. Yeah. So, that's that's kind of the the cool part about about all that. Um, cool. So what um what are some other like wins that you've seen? Let's say in the last you know since being an RCA, like what what other things do you feel like you've you've pulled from it other than the, you know the offers? The best thing that I man is that training, bro. Like the training, like those videos. Like there's a lot of value um, in those training. Like right now, I'm going through um, spouse rejections, like spouse objections. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like I'm just watching it over and over and over and over and over, and how to deal with that because last week I had a spouse rejection. I really didn't know how to handle it. Like I was like, okay, go talk to him, you know. Yeah. Um, but then the way Cole has you do it is like, all right, cool, get him on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get him on the phone. Can you, can you, you know? Yeah, it's it's all it's all super dependent on you know the situation because a lot of times like if we look at you know spouse partner right I need to talk to my business partner I need to talk to my to my wife my husband whatever it's like a lot of times that's like they know in their mind that that's like almost like the the silver or not the silver bullet it's like yeah the the, the yeah silver bullet it's like I know if I say this. I don't have to be sold. And it's like, okay, gotcha. So what, like, what are you going to talk to them about? Like, how are you going to break it down to them? You give them, you know, basically a script of how they talk to their spouse, get them on the phone. Like there's a whole, yeah, a whole yeah, process yeah. to make sure Listen, that it's, yeah. This call is going to go either two ways. Either you're going to go up on the call and you're going to be like, Hey baby, um, you know, I, I saw this guy, I met this guy on the internet and, um, you know, he's, he's, uh, you know, trying to sell me this program is $7,000 and things going to help me out. What do you think? Or it's going to be like, baby, look, I'm, I'm finally going to transform our business. Um, I'm fully committed into this. Um, not only that, I'm going to get help. You know, I'm going to have a coach, and they're going to help me guide me through this process, and it's only going to take this amount of money. Um, and I'm just letting you know because I just want you to be in this with me wholeheartedly, all right? Mm-hmm. Which of those two things you going to believe? <laughs> yeah. No, you like, you've been, you've been watching training, the training. <laughs> of course. Come on, man. Like, his training is... is is like, you know, so, so, you know, besides your husband, um, you know, 
Is there anything, you know, keeping you being, than being less 100% certain that it's something you want to do now? Mm-hmm. You know what right I mean? Thing, like, the right time. You can, you know? it's so funny. You can hear it. Like, because I, you know, I, I worked with Cole for, you know, almost the two and a half years at this point. And you, I hear him just say the same things over and over yeah. and over and over again. And like, same thing with you. Like, I think the biggest tip that I would give to people is, uh, you know, we kind of joke about it sometimes, but listen, like when you're at the gym, when you're in the car, when you're about to yeah. go to sleep, just have like something like just have the training going and it just like subconsciously goes like sticks into your mind. So when it gets to a point where you do get these objections, it's like, Oh, I remember Cole said, here's how you do it. You know, what is, what is holding you back? And what's the, like, what is holding you back and thinking that this is the right thing. And now's the right time to help you get to insert goal. It's, but let me tell you, man, I, I, I cheat, man. I cheat, bro. Look, I, I have two monitors, right? So, yeah. So when I share my, my screen with them, I share them one monitor. But the monitor that, I, that I'm looking at you through Zoom, it, the, 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 this window is actually very small. And actually my whole page is my script. And I have my different yeah. tabs up top. I have That's how my you fin- do it. That's fin- no other way. <laughs> financial objections, spouse objections. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I even have yeah. notes like... Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, no, it's no different than like, you know, it's no different than, than following a map, you know? It's exactly. like, there, you wouldn't, you know, if I'm, if I'm about to go to, you know, a road trip somewhere, right? I'm not just going to say like, all right, hopefully I can like remember, you know, <laughs> let's say I, I go, I, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to Florida and I pull up my phone for two seconds. I'm like, all right, let me remember every single thing that I need to do to get to Florida. It's like, no you, way, you Jose. That, right? you yeah, pull no. Up, you pull up ways or you pull up Google Maps. Same thing with this. It's like, you want to, you don't want an entire full down script and read through it line by line, but you want a map. You want to, you know, a, a, just a, a framework that you can follow. Yep. So, you know, okay, if they say this, I say this, here's the next part I want to go through, you know, and, and give you, yep. give yourself a reference so you can, you know, you don't go in blind, you know? Yep. Yep. I mean, um, I don't know if it was cool or if it was that little audio that I downloaded, <laughs> but this definitely, this definitely been, um, I'm thankful for this, man. I'm really thankful for Cole. Like I'm really, I, I mean, I, I probably bothered Chris, Chris, you know, Chris, you know, Chris Atkey, right? You know what I'm talking yeah, about, right? I know Chris, you didn't bother him. Dude's literally a teddy bear. Love him to death. So you didn't bother right? him. <laughs> I, I just kept telling him how thankful I am. Like, bro, like, yo, I'm so thankful. Like, like back to back to back to back. <laughs> Thank you guys. Yeah, and, he, and he's so responsive. Like, like I enrolled, I went, you know, some time without doing anything. I came right back. I sent him a message and he responds like that. Like, mm. he's just so responsive, man. Like, it just works. Having people like that part of your organization, like, it just really works, man. I'm, I'm grateful for him too a lot, man. Good, good. That's, that's good to hear. I'll share this with him too. Cause I, anytime, like everyone shouts out Chris, like if Chris is the coach, like everyone gives him a shout out, which is, it's cool. Um, cool, man. So what would you like, what were some of the, maybe like, we talk a lot about like the, the highs, right? Like, Oh, these are the success, successes in this. I mean, it's been a short amount of time, you know, from you know November up into now, has there been any like roadblocks that you've hit or like struggles like throughout the process that, you know, if someone's looking to get into to like RCA, like something that they, they should look out for? Um, what, what I can tell you from my experience in like leading introductions and, you know, that's kind of like a B2C type thing is one of the things that I got is that, you know, whenever you get kind of like stuck and you just can't like register people, it's when you're making things about you. 
like when you're focusing your energy on you, you know, mm-hmm. um, when you get to the point where you kind of just disappear and you make it all about them and adding value to them and seeing how you can be of service to them, how this would benefit them, and you make it all about the prospect, like you make it all about making a difference, you know, the close, it, it happens by itself, you know. If you're if you're focused on you, like oh I need to close this, I gotta get this closed, I gotta make this money. Yeah. If you focus on you, you're a very limiting person. Like all the energy is in here, and guess what? They're gonna feel that energy over there. They're gonna feel that, and there's gonna be some type of like a disconnect because you're so focused over here. So what I would say is, I mean, it's happened to me a few times where I, I I'm thinking like, I mean, I'm human too, right? So. I'm always thinking like the first thing is my human is that I gotta get this money, right? <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. That's it. But I gotta get this money, right? Oh, I got four calls. I'm closing two of them today. Like I gotta make like no, like hold up, Jorge, hold up, hold up, chill. Like make it make it about them. Like there's even been a call where I disqualify somebody. I'm like, hey, listen, I don't think this is gonna be a good fit for you, and I don't want to waste your time. You know. She was uh she wanted a director role, and the type of things that whatever I'm not gonna get into the details, but she wanted X. We didn't really offer X. Instead of trying to just sell her, and you know, I'm like, honestly, I don't think it's gonna be a good fit for you. And she's like, you know what? Come to think about it, I think you're right. Mm. You know, and, and just got off this call with her. You know, um, yeah. yeah, that's really it. Just focus on people. Focus on making a difference. Focus. Put your attention out there in the world with people and making a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a such such an important thing because you're right. Like inherently, like as humans, we are selfish. So you know, and especially you know when we're when you go into you know a program and you know, you made an investment, you're looking to make that investment back quickly. It's like you know, like okay, this call I can make this percentage of my you know my investment back, and it's just like that's always in the back of your head. Um, what would you say, you know, let's take it one step further, you know, someone that may be in that situation, they're like, Oh, I want to, like, I want to, to focus more and, and like help that person. But I, they, for maybe for whatever reason they can't, do you have anything that you would, you know, that, that helped you kind of like put it, you know, get, put the attention on them first. What do you mean? What do you mean? Ask me that again. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of a confused question. So basically I'm saying like, you know, if, if let's say someone is in that position where, they are being a little bit too selfish and they're like, they can't find themselves to, you know, to, to be more about the person and, and, you know, selfless and, and, you know, not selfish on the calls. Have you found it? Okay. So the, the first step, yeah, the first step you have to do is recognize that you're being selfish. Hmm. You have to, you have to be aware of it. Like if you're unaware of it, it's, it's, it's in the blind spot. So to do for you, it doesn't even exist. You know what I mean? The first step is to being able to discover that you're being selfish, right? To be straightforward with yourself. Like, holy shit, like, I'm just thinking about me right now. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even care that this guy has three kids and he wants to, you know, I just want him to fucking sign up right now because I need his money. <laughs> Excuse my friend, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, yeah, you're good, you're good. Um, you know, so first just be aware of it. Like, just catch yourself, you know, when you're being selfish, you know? And if, and if you're unaware of it and you're going to start taking on this training, at first, you're going to be selfish, not be aware of it, and then be like, oh, my God, I was being selfish. So that's the first step of discovering that you're being selfish. Yeah. 
Yeah. And just keep practicing that. Keep practicing that. And then um, once you practice being, you know, discovering that you're being selfish, the next step is to be straight about it. Like, yeah, I'm being selfish. You know? And then complete it. Like, it's okay. We're humans, bro. Like, like we're just, we're like just not perfect at all. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, we, I mean, we just, some, I mean, we need a lot of compassion to deal with humanity because we do some of the stupidest things sometimes, but whatever. <laughs> um, you have to just be straightforward with yourself. Say, look, I'm being selfish. I got that. Cool. Am I committed to being selfish? No. Mm. Okay. You know, always ask yourself that. That word right there is always going to be consistent to who you really are, your commitment. You ask yourself, are you committed to being selfish? No, I'm not committed to being selfish. You know, all right, what am I committed to? I'm committed to earning an income and I'm committed to making a difference. All right, cool. So let's be out there with them. You know what I mean? It's like, um, it's like, you, plant the, it's like you plant the seed. Like you want to get some fruits or some bananas or apples. You're not focusing on the apple. You know, you got to focus on nurturing the seed. Mm. You got to make a difference with the seed. You got to plant it. You got to take care of it, you know? Yeah. Take the weeds out from around it, you know? Mm-hmm. Be caring and loving and committed. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you, I'll add one more thing to it. And you kind of talked about it earlier, but I think like, you know, number one, awareness. Number two, understanding that you being selfless and about the person and caring about the person, like you said, the clothes just happens. It happens organically because they can feel, okay, this person isn't just about making a paycheck. They understand, you know, and they put back in front of me, you know, they, they were listening when I said, this is my goal. And they were listening when I said, you know, this is my, you know, my, my long-term vision. And this is what I want to do, uh, you know, with the, the, the extra finance or whatever they're, you know, achieving with that. This is why I want to lose weight. This is why I want to build a business, whatever it is, right? And just uh, the more that you can communicate that with them, it's like, okay, this person was listening and they actually care about me, you know? Right. Um, cool, man. What's, um, what would you say to someone? Cause I think this, this, uh, you know, a couple last questions here is, you know, first one being, being that like when you were in that position where you're listening to the YouTube video and, you know, we, we kind of got, got your attention with, you know, don't start a business and, you know, don't do crypto stuff. What would you say to someone that is kind of like in that position where they're like, well, maybe I should like get into crypto or maybe I should, uh, you know, start this Amazon FBA business. What, what, what would you say to that person to kind of tell them like, eh, that might not be the way to go. Like maybe remote closing is a better route. What would I tell them? I mean, I mean, I know that a business is a headache. <laughs> like to open up a business and to run a business and to manage a business, bro, it's a headache. Like you don't want that. Um, yeah. Um, you know, cryptos. Um, I'm I I invest in cryptos, but you have no control over cryptos. Like. That's completely out of your hands. Like you gotta just sit tight. You know what I mean? Um, This is tangible. Um, This is in your hands. You know, this is really in your hands. Like there's a process that they created, a methodology that works, (laughs) and it's given to you. And all you have to do is hit play (laughs) while you're in the car. Like. It's 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 been a cool thing because um I go we go snowboarding on the weekends all the time, my son and I. 
and he's I'm always listening to Cole, right? And he's like, well, you know, you're always listening to that. I'm like, well, guess what? You know, this week we had four closes. You know, how do you think I was able to get there? Yeah. <laughs> By listening to that. Yeah. You know? And I said, how many times did I listen to it? Oh, a whole bunch of times. That's called practice. Mm. You know, and that's what's going to make you good at things. You got to practice repetition, 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 repetition. So it's actually been a good parenting tool as well. <laughs> good. You know? Yeah. I mean, when you can, when you can showcase that you, uh, you know, you are actively being a student as well, even when you're not in school anymore, you know, it's like, it gives them kind of that understanding of like, okay, long term, it's like, these are, you know, these are the skills that I'm learning and I'm doing this, not just because, Hey, I just want to listen to stuff. It's because you're building up the skills and repetition and practicing. Like it helps out a ton. What would you say to someone that is maybe on the fence of like, like jumping into RCA specifically, right? We talked about like starting a business, whatever. Now it's like, someone has had a conversation with someone from the team and they just have hesitancies of like jumping in because maybe they've like tried investing in something before or, you know, whatever it may be. Like, what would you say to them to be like, Hey, don't worry about that. Like jump in. It's going to be worth it. Yeah. Listen, money comes, money goes and money is made to be spent. You know, um, money is made to be spent. It's made to be used. The difference is what you use it on, you know? Are you going to go buy yourself a new PS5? Or are you going to make an investment in yourself? You mm. know, I tell my son this all the time. Like, he has a little savings account, and he wants to, you know, buy Pokemon cards with it. And I'm like, well, are those Pokemons going to produce you more, more, more money? No. So instead, we're saving it so that in the springtime, we're going to get him a chicken coop. Oh, and, nice. And then he's going to sell eggs to the neighbors. That's awesome. You know? So, yeah. um, either way, we're going to spend the money. You, you know, we could have spent it on Pokemon cards or we could spend it on the chicken coop that's going to be able to get him more Pokemon cards. So, with RCA, it's literally the safest investment that that um, that you can make because it's, it's, it's all right there for you. I mean, there's videos, tons of videos that are going to tell you specifically what you need. You got to just put the work in it. I mean, it's not like you're going to make the investment and you're going to get uh, calls and you're going to close calls. Yeah. No, you got to put in the work. You got to put in the work. You got to put in the work, you know? And the more you put in, yeah. the more you're going to get out. Um, yeah, man. I, it's been, for me, one of the most um, efficient investments. <laughs> efficient. Good. I mean, think about it. November, it's January. I'm, I'm, I'm up like I'm up like 4K. Four, four, five k right now. You know what I mean? It's not bad. It's not a bad, uh, bad investment. So let's let's take some. Uh, let's we're gonna take a couple questions. And for those of you that are listening live, um, go ahead and drop some questions if you want to. I think we had one in here. Um, Chirani, hopefully I'm saying that right. They asked, um, "Did you know that you wanted to start off closing?" Or uh, it's kind of worded weird, but I think the the main question is like, when you jumped in, did you go straight into being like, "I want to be a closer," or did you like? Did, were you thinking about doing setting and then closing? Like, what was that thought process? Well, first of all, I just want to say I'm sorry, Chris, for not taking your advice. Chris told me to be a setter first. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I and you know what? And I told Chris that I was going to be a setter. I'm like, listen, I don't agree with you, Chris, but I'm just going to take your coaching, okay? But then I started thinking about it like, man, like, hold up. I got to make this money. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. yeah. 
I, I need to make, I, I got to make this money. So I'm like, and it honestly took a lot for me. Like, man, like, I just jumped right into closing, man. I just jumped right into closing. Just to answer that question. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think, but, um, you know, just to, to kind of piggyback off of that for, um, you know, some, someone that's maybe listening of like, you know, is it recommended to, to do, you know, one or the other? I think, you know, you're in a, a really, I mean, you're in an interesting situation to where like you've owned your own business before. You like, you have a good personality. You've talked to people, right? You already kind of have that down. I feel like you've, you've done a ton of sales. I've been in business my whole entire adult life. Like exactly. I had a, I had a bell bond business before this. I had a commercial franchise. I'm always hustling on the phone. So it was kind of, it came natural to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I think, you know, anyone else listening, if like, if you have the background of like, you've done sales or, you know, for me, um, you know, when I first like started and, you know, I didn't start in remote closing, I've been doing like remote closing since probably 2015, 2016. Um, but before that I worked in a restaurant for like seven years. So it's like, I knew how to talk to people and that helped out a ton. So if you have a skill set that you feel like that, that kind of lends itself to that heck jump in closing. But I do see a ton of value for, you know, for someone that is just getting into the remote sales space to jump in as a setter, because um, not only do you get, I mean, some of the setters we've had on here, they're making ten, fifteen thousand dollars a month, you know, uh, and that's entry level jobs. Um, and you, you get to learn a ton in that, in that time frame. So um, just to, to add on to that, there's another one here. Um, when he makes 10 K a month, is he keeping his trucking business? Are you keeping your trucking business in the future? You're damn right. That's an income producing asset, man. You nice. gotta keep that. Yeah. And my yeah. lady runs it. it. I'm like, I'm completely hands off. All that being said, I want you to think of like maybe one or two like last tips that you would give someone um, that's like in RCA, thinking about jumping into it. And I'll, I'll give you some time to think about that. Um, but the, for those of you that are listening, uh, that are, you're listening on the podcast app or YouTube channel, um, if you've made it this far, I mean, we're like 50 minutes in at this point, you're probably interested about remote closing and what it is. So what I invite you to do down in the description on YouTube and then uh, on the show notes on the podcast app, there's a video. It's about, I don't know, 30 minutes long, I think. Um, and it breaks through the entire process from beginning to end, what remote closing is, how to get started, the steps you can take to get started. Um, and it also goes through Cole's, uh, Cole's story of how he, you know, like, uh, you know, like we were talking about earlier, how uh, the kind of godfather of, of remote closing, how he was able to do about 500,000 in commissions in his first year, um, in his first year doing it after he figured it out. So, um, check out the link wow. in the description, in the show notes if you're, if you're, uh, if you're interested in that, but, uh, yeah, give us the last, like one, one, two tips you'd have for anyone that's jumping in. Just take action, man. Just take action. Just act. Make the investment. Put in the work. The results show up. Cool. All right, guys. Well, we'll end it on that one. If you have any questions for us, let us know down in the comments. Um, I think you can't do it on the podcast app. But appreciate your time jumping on with us today here for the past hour. Lots of fun. Lots of nuggets that we dropped on here. And if you guys want to stay up to date with everything that we're doing here on the podcast or on the YouTube channel, make sure to subscribe, leave a like, leave a comment. And uh, this is Aaron from the Remote Closing Academy podcast. We'll see you guys on the next one. Talk soon and peace.